You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. I am super excited about today's show because I don't know about you, but if you were a kid and you grew up like me and, and middle class family and you know your parents struggled to make ends meet, but they were able to provide, but there was something missing, right? There was that, that financial piece of why did they struggle? Why was it a struggle? Why did that get passed on from them to you, right? Well, now you're, if you're like me, if you're the parent, you have an opportunity to change that pattern of behavior, that be that mindset that got passed down from your parents to you. You get to change it by giving something new, a different mindset to your kids. I'm super excited today because my guest is Stephanie Macero, and she is the principal wealth advisor over at Charleston Investment Advisor. She's written a book called Money-Minded Families. This today to me, this is there's nothing more important as far as homeschooling, uh, teaching your kids about money, right? It's one thing to teach them to go out and get a job, right? Exchanging their time for money, but actually understanding money, how it works, wealth, all of it is so important today. Stephanie, thank you so much for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I, I got to ask, uh, what yeah. motivated you to, to write this book? Yeah, I think your background and my background aren't that dissimilar in that I grew up in a you know middle-class family and my parents made ends meet, but it was never, we never really talked about money. It was never discussed. And in having, I have a son of my own who is 13 and just really wanted to instill in him, particularly because I'm in the business. And I learned later in life Honestly, I didn't take a, a really direct path to becoming a financial advisor. Um, and I learned later in life just how crucial it is to save early, often. Investing is critical to growing and creating wealth. And just wanted to try to engage my son at an early age and make sure that um, as I grew up, money was sort of, it was taboo. I mean, it was almost like you shouldn't talk about it. It, was a, it had a negative connotation to me. And I didn't want that for my son. And so I, and I found that I'm not unique in how I was raised. And a lot of parents just don't know how to talk to their kids about money. They don't know the lessons themselves. And so I thought if I could take some of the things I've done and put it together in a book, I could help others. So, yeah, that, that financial mindset is so important. You know, we need more people like you out there educating telling people that there, there's a better way and, and that financial mindset is really um it doesn't really take into account you know people that the people that don't come from money because it's not taught it is learned right it is a practice and this is what i love about money it's fake it's fictitious it's all made up it's numbers on the screen yeah, but there are yeah. rules mm-hmm. right there are rules to succeeding this is so important i love the fact that you you saw this, you're in the industry. I can only imagine you growing up, you know, similar background, not really taught about money. Then poof, here you, you get dumped into the world, right? And now you're, you're on a path and a career that you're helping people with a financial as a financial advisor because you learned everything. It's like, 
I can only imagine the way well, I, I know what it's like because I had my noggin cracked wide open as well. I'm like, somebody had been lying to me. And it wasn't my parents because they didn't know. Right. But somebody's been lying to me. And well, it was myself because I didn't understand how money worked. Yeah. Right. And it's super, super important. What what would you say is is one of the number one things that we should be teaching our kids about a financial mindset? Yeah. I, so there's two things. And part of the research I did um, for the book was to really figure out, you know, what really does separate people that are successful financially from those that aren't. And it doesn't have anything to do with a bank account balance. It has to do with just simply being financially well, meaning you're not stressing about money. Money is not, you know, you're not overspending. It's just you have a sense of calm and, you know, safety when you think about money. And um, it's financial socialization, it's in which financial socialization, I had never heard the term before I did the research. And I, that's one word I hope that becomes, it, people start using it more. And essentially, it just means that you're involved in positive financial socialization as you're raising your children. You as a parent are very aware of the message that you're sending. You're very aware of, you don't have to be a financial expert, but you have to be aware of the way that you're engaging in financial conversations with your children around. And then the other is just, it's habits. It's like everything else in life, right? If you, your child gets their first, you know, if they begin to get money, even, you know, cards for, um, um, what are they called? Just the gift cards, anything with money on it. If they learn to save 20% of that, to put 10% away for tithing, for sharing, they'll do it. They'll just start, that will become a natural part of who they are. And the more they do that, the more money they make, the more they'll save and invest. So it's, it's positive financial socialization and just really good habits. Yeah, this is, um, folks, this to me is one of the most important topics. If you have kids, um, this, this is one of the most important topics that you can instill and teach them and train them in. Um, and even if your kids are grown, and you're just now coming into this awareness for yourself, you can help shift that for your grown kids as well yeah. by, by how you talk and what you say and all those, those kinds of things. This is absolutely fantastic. Stephanie, um, we've been talking about financial mindset, but before we go on break, where can people go find out more about you? Sure. So if you get moneymindedfamilies.org is my website, and it talks a lot about what's in the book. Um, I also have some resources on there that are free to download. One of the things I think is really important as a family is that you have a family mission statement because I believe that your values drive your spending and your values drive. And if you don't, if you're not grounded with the values, then you're not grounded, right? <laughs> so you're spending mindlessly. And so um, family mission statement, there's a lot of 10 steps to a financial plan, things like that. So there's some resources and resources for your kids, particularly those that are homeschooling and are looking for more content. <laughs> Because the uh, there are long hours parenting and raising and teaching kids. So, um, yeah, moneymindedfamilies.org is the place to go. Fantastic. Folks, go check out that website and, and dive into the resources there. Get some of the ideas and, and start instilling them and practicing with your, with your family and your kids. Stay tuned. We'll be right back because we're going to dive down this rabbit hole a little bit further right after this break. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts, and we want to thank each of you 
for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. All right, welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Stephanie Makara, and she is um, really cracked open something here that is brilliant because we've been talking about financial mindset. She's written a book called Money Minded Families and just the importance of um, how, why we need to start teaching our kids differently than the way we learn. Uh, before the break, Stephanie, you had mentioned uh, a term, uh, financial socialization. Let's dive down that a little bit further because yeah. I saw so many different things that needed to come into play there. Can you can you exp- can, can you explain what that term means again? Financial socialization. Sure. So financial socialization is the way that we learn financial personal finance, right? And so a lot of us weren't exposed to it, which means we lacked personal financial knowledge. Um, And what we did take from that, if you have a negative financial socialization, you probably grew up in a house where, you know, money was tight, you you saw stress, lost jobs, and you just really attached this negative feeling to it. And money was given too much power, to be very frank. Um, Instead of managing it and and learning to deal with it, it became, you know, you feared it. Um, And so positive financial socialization is... When you're particular, you can do this, you know, at any age with your children, but it's really things like needs versus wants, right? So you go into a store, you go into Target, you have all those, you know, candy bars and everything, you know, in front of you for the kids to want instant gratification. And so instead of giving in because you're tired and you're, you know, don't give in, you have the conversation with your children. Is that a need or a want? And they need to, and that becomes, they start thinking that every time they'll shop, is that a need or a want? Doesn't mean they won't get it. Doesn't mean they won't spend their own money on it, but it's a, it's a perspective shift in the way that you engage and you think about spending your money. There's a really good book. Um, it's the, well, the soul of money. And there's so many good books about money that really focus on a perspective shift. But one of the things they talk about is that when you're earning money, it's your life energy that you're trading for that dollar, right? And if you really start thinking about, I'm spending eight hours a day and I earned, I don't know, $100 or something as a, as a teenager. When you think of that and you go into the store to buy a pair of AirPods that cost $200, is it really worth those two or three or maybe a week of your time that you spent working and earning? Is that really worth it? And so really having opening kids' eyes to things so they're thoughtful and mindful, they can buy things at the click of a button. They don't even have to take money and hand it over anymore. (laughs) And sometimes that tangible moment of handing over money made us more mindful. And so it's all of those things, instant gratification, advanced purchase planning, 
looking for sales, looking for the best use of your money and your time to get something that you want. So that's positive financial socialization. I, I absolutely like that. But, you know, it's one of the things that, that I know we, that we do here with, with Neva in our home is, is the language, right? Mm-hmm. And, and how we speak about things that we're going to buy or things that we're going to use our money on. Um, it's so important, right? It's, it's, and it's a, just a slight adjustment, but it's huge. So instead of saying, oh, I can't afford that, mm-hmm. saying things like, well, how can I afford that? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Or it's too expensive. Not necessarily. Why? What, what does that mean? Right? right. Because, you know, as you instill these things and you make more money and you get more money, what was that old saying? Right. More money, more problems. Right. 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 It, the, it only becomes that if you don't have the right mindset around mm-hmm. money. And that's why you, that's why we hear about, um, I, love, I love the fact that you, you made the point earlier on that it's not about your bank account because if it was about your bank account, then the people that hit the lottery and have $30 million would still have $30 million three years later. But how many stories do we hear about yeah. people hitting the lottery in five, six, seven years later, they're Gone. broke. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. How, how, how is that possible? Well, mindset this is this is huge um what other what other things should parents be looking at and considering when they're you know when they're wanting to teach their kids about this financial mindset and and planning what should they be looking at what should they be talking about to get them on the right track yeah one of the things well there's two areas when i first wrote the book again i was more prescriptive just here's how you Here's some basics to investing. Here's some basics to saving. Here's some charts you can share with your kids. And But then I realized that a lot of parents, even a lot of clients that I work with, they don't have that basic perspective shift. They don't have a healthy relationship with money. And so it's very hard to then teach your kids things when you're using, as you said, the wrong language and the wrong you know, association with money. So there's two things. One is I would say there's a financial times that has a really great money personality quiz. And it's like anything else, like what's your baseline? Like what junk are you bringing to the table? And so going through the personality quiz really helps you say, wow, I'm a social value spender. I didn't realize that. Or I'm actually on ostrich. Like I put, I don't want to deal with this. Right. So you, you recognize what your weaknesses are and you understand what they are so that you can hear yourself talking and know that, oh, wow, okay, I've got to change that. And it's, it's awareness. It's just being aware of our faults and our weaknesses and making sure that we're not perpetuating them. And the other is we are in a, you know, it's always been important to teach your kids about money and to learn about money and personal finance, but we our kids have everything against them. They are the national debt, student loan debt. I mean, the, the numbers are astronomical. Personal pe- The first pension was created by American Express. Most companies don't offer pensions anymore. So everything we have and we look for for financial freedom is what we ourselves and our children will save. Social Security, people used to live off of Social Security. You can't live off of Social Security anymore. Um, and our children probably won't have it. And if they do, they may be 90 before they can start to get it. So it's no longer, you know, maybe it'll be nice to, you know, really teach them about personal finance or they can sit with their grandfather and learn about it or something like that. This is critical. This is just as important as teaching English and literature and art and music and everything else that is taught at the school. And we're not doing a good job of it. So 
until this until it becomes you know part of the norm parents need to kind of step up and add it to their plates okay so I, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna stir the pot here a little bit because yeah. i know that you know you're you're a business owner i'm a business owner and there's a complete difference because it can be argued that well it's a mindset is is also determined on being an employee versus being somebody who you know a business owner who goes out and creates their own income so yeah. you know who so talk to me about that how how big how important is that for for those does do you have to be an entrepreneur or a business owner to have that mindset or does the rules apply as well as an employee so i think that um they have to apply to everyone, whether you're a business owner or an employee. And, you know, maybe there's certainly differences in approach. But like I said, when it comes down to it, it's not really that difficult. Save 20% of what you earn, pay yourself first, right? When you really, you, you hear that all the time, pay yourself first, pay yourself first. What that means is before you decide to take on debt, before you decide to burden yourself with all these expenses, pay yourself this is your for your future financial freedom. You know, and what that does is it doesn't just put money in a bank account. It changes your perspective once again because now you're valuing you more than you're valuing stuff, right? So you're paying yourself, you're not paying the mortgage guy, you're not paying for your car, you're not and so once you, and then you you only you know pay for what you can afford. And so once you do that, and you can, as an employee, you just have, you know, basic habits that you follow and you stick to, and you will live, you know, financially free at some point in your life. Um, and it's, you know, short term, it's like, again, I mean, how do you become a successful business owner? How do you become a good employee, right? Because that's some that's important to a lot of people. You become a good employee by having goals. How do you get to the next goal? It's the same with finances. Yeah, this is, um, folks it doesn't matter where you get your money from. If it's your mm -hmm. own business, if you if you have a job, you're an employee, you're a gig worker, it, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Money is literally, it's a mindset. And if you want to put more money in your bank, you have to fix your mindset and understand the rules of money, how it works. The fact that, I, I love the fact that as a society, you want to talk about financial socialization, at least my perspective, at least what I've seen growing up, at least what I've seen, what I see in the world is that money is this thing that we're constantly chasing, yeah. right? It's this fictitious instinct. When I have this amount of money in the bank, I will be good. Mm -hmm. No, you won't. Right. It's a lie because yeah. that money doesn't even exist. Can you touch it? Can you hold it? Yeah, sure. You can take cash out, right? But you're limited on how much cash you can take out. Mm -hmm. Right, but if you wanted a million dollars, could you actually hold that without having to jump through a lot of hoops? Right, it's fictitious, literally numbers on a screen. Yeah, right. And, and and when you understand how debt works and the debt ceiling and so forth, the fact that you know, at last time I checked, there was something like I don't know what it was like nine trillion dollars worth of debt, and there's mm -hmm. only something like three trillion dollars of money in circulation. Yeah. Folks, when you think about that, where did that other six million? If there's only three million in circulation, nine million in debt, where's the other six coming from? And when you start to wrap your mind around those types of concepts, you can see that money is just 
energy. It's just, it's just a thought. It's just a mm -hmm. mindset yeah. that allows us to, and a tool that allows us to, to live our life. Yes, you need it to pay your bills and to buy food, but I love that what you talked about at the very beginning there, it's a, it's a representation of your energetic give, right? Of what yeah. the, the energy you put out comes mm -hmm. back to you in the form of money. And so if you have a job, the amount of work and time that you put into your job in agreement comes back to you in the form of a paycheck, right? Mm -hmm. You have a business, the amount of money and time and effort and value that you put into your business, it comes back to you in, in income. It's just yeah. the way it works. Money in, money out. Money in, energy in, energy out. Mm -hmm. I, I, I absolutely love that. What So what, what are some of the other things that people should be thinking about now? Let's say... Um, they, they say they got a 13 year old and they're just, they're wanting yeah. to get started on this because they're getting ready to go into, you know, maybe take on their first job when they turn 14 so they can start saving for a car and that kind of stuff. What, what, what would some advice be that you can give to somebody who's got a 13 year old who's, you know, every time they get money, it just burns a hole in their pocket. What, yeah. what would you, how would you advise them? Yeah. Or they just spend it, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Um, yeah, it's gone. So I think it's the, t if you haven't done it yet, I mean, now's the time to say, okay, you have that money open a savings account and take 20%. Every time you get a dollar, 20% of that is going into savings. And savings then, this, we always say investing starts with a plan. So why are you saving that? What is your plan? What are your goals? And helping your children have short-term goals. A short-term goal may be, you know, I want to be able to buy an Xbox game or something. I don't know, in the next, you know, next month. Okay, well then what's your medium-term goal, it may be to buy a car And when I'm 16. What are your long-term goals? And so really, um, you know, having your kids think in terms of goals and money, again, is just a tool, right? Money is a tool to help them check that box. Money, And the, the more they do that, the more they will see it as just a tool and they won't give it this power as you talked about earlier. So setting goals, making sure they have a savings account. And one of the things I think is so important is let them read and understand a financial statement, right? So it's Greek to most people. If you ask most people to say, how much money did you put in your account? How much interest did you earn? Every statement from every bank, from every brokerage house is different, which is mind numbing. That shouldn't be the case, but they're all a little different. So teach them where to look and to really understand what's my balance. What were the fees that were charged? You know, little things like that are so important. And then as they get older, their wealth builds, what their spending builds, and for them to really understand it, all of a sudden look and say, why am I spending $10,000 for, you know, this, I don't know, transactional fees or for this insurance product. And um, so just basic read a financial statement. If they don't have their own accounts, if you have a 529 or something like that, a college savings plan, show them that. Let them understand what's in there. And that's another, you know, critical thing is never replace your own retirement savings with your child's, you know, college savings. I think it's important to save for our kids' college savings, but let me tell you something. My work life is much shorter than my son's. And so though I don't want him to have to incur loans and debt, and I, I sure, and we are saving for him, but, you know, if you can't afford to, if it's college or my retirement, it's your retirement because you need to make sure you're financially secure in order to be the best parent that you can be for your child. So well, absolutely. Um, and, and, oh, and arming them with that mindset. Oh yeah. When they're young, 
mm-hmm. is going to better prepare them for their future. Like you said, they've got, they're going to have 60, 70 some odd years, right? Of exactly. being able to accumulate wealth. And yeah. it starts with the mindset that you start now. It, it's brilliant. I mean, we've got, we've got Neva started. She's, you know, she's 10. We've been teaching her about money since she was two. And, you know, she's learning along the way and she's saving and she's, seeing the value of that and by the time she's 18 she's not gonna have to worry about it right it's because it's instilled in her she knows it she understands it this is this is the kind of stuff that we need more of in mm-hmm. the world right now just and, talk and about it just, just open talk conversations about it, about it. yeah exactly and if you don't know right and here's yeah. how you don't know, and here's yeah. how you don't know if you're broke <laughs> your bank account doesn't look like what you it, it, what you want it to yeah. start having conversations start learning how money works because it's not just a matter of why well, I just need to work more no, no it's not just a matter of why well, I need to go take a second job mm-hmm. or no it's a, get your financial house in order first and then look at all the other ideas maybe it's a better job that pays more money and so forth but if just to switch professions or switch businesses or switch what it is you're selling, that's not it's going probably, to change your bank it's account. It's probably spending less. That helps. I mean, that's probably <laughs> what the answer is that, for everyone, right? That, that helps, right? Exactly. Yeah. In business, what is it? You know, you want to make more money, you either have to increase prices or decrease costs. Right. Exactly. Right? Same what thing. It's it your works? personal business. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's it's super, super important. Uh, Stephanie, one more time, where can our, our listeners go find more about you? Sure. So moneymindedfamilies.org. I have um, worksheets on there. You can There's a link there to buy my book, um, which I encourage you to do and read. I think it's, I've heard a lot of good feedback. Like I said, it was written for parents, but um, a lot of their teenage kids are reading it, picking it up and really engaged in it and learning from it. So if your child's old enough, I think it's something that you can both read and then begin the conversation, which is, is a great start. Absolutely, folks. Go out, get a copy of Stephanie's book, take a look at it, start working on your financial mindset, not only for yourself, but for your family, for your kids, so they don't have to go through and learn all the hard lessons that you went through growing up as well. Yeah. Till next time, folks, take care. Go out there and incorporate your superpowers and change the world. Take care. Thank you. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.